This is Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, Episode 11, Bombs and Burning Buildings. As we look back on 10 episodes and onwards into the unknown of a possible sleeper hit superstardom, we'd like to ask all of our supporters to join us in a little tradition. At the end of each recording session, I ask my players for positives and negatives, things that they liked or didn't like, and why. We have a mutual agreement that anything said during the positives and negatives period isn't personal, and we all like to use the compliments or criticisms to make our session, and therefore the show, a little bit better. So, as your narrator, I'd like to do the same thing here and formally request some positive and negative feedback from all of you listeners out there. Let me know what you like or don't like about the show. I am literally asking for your criticisms. Please send over that feedback to me on Twitter, at Oasis Cyberpunk. And as always, thanks for listening. This is Episode 11, Bombs and Burning Buildings. Rows of ultra-bright LEDs mounted on the ceiling of the meat grinder come to life suddenly, bathing the club in a disorienting burst of harsh artificial light. The club erupts with jeers and booing as the drunken patrons head towards the exits and begin stumbling out onto the streets and into the cool night air of the oasis. Outside on the corner, several small arguments and skirmishes break out as the crowd from the rock show decides on the next venue upon which to inflict their unstructured adolescent rage. So Reed, you and Nico walk out front and with Nico in tow, the bouncers clear away for you and you easily walk outside. So Roy, what are you doing while you're waiting? It's been about 30, 45 minutes. I'm listening to jazz. Okay. You see Sadoi just kind of sitting there, bopping her head and stuff. Nico walks up and taps Sadoi on the shoulder. Oh, Nico! Hello! Oh, hey, Sadoi. I uh, was hoping you... Did you get my text? Uh, no. Ah, damn, I really need to turn my phone off of mute. (laughs) I have it on mute way too often. Well, I'm waiting for truck to arrive so we can pick up filters. Oh, all right. When uh, when you think that's going to arrive? Uh, well, it could have passed like half an hour now, so maybe half more? Well, <laughs> turns out Gabriel's a little bit early, and uh, he pulls up in a really big van, like one that's easily big enough for all of this stuff. He's driving, and he pulls up to the front where there's a big crowd, and he rolls down his window, says something to one of the people in the crowd, and one of them starts talking back and forth to them. Lip reading? Yep, you can do a lip reading. Ooh, 18. All right, you read his lips. He rolls down his window and asks, where am I supposed to get the water filters? The person who he's talking to, who you can't see their face, obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. And he goes, the water filters. I'm here to to pick up 42 water filters. And that's when the conversation starts getting heated. I walk over there so that I can stop this nonsense from going on any further. You walk over there and the crowd that is slowly beginning to form around this van that's starting to like slowly encircle it is starting to yell at him like, You corpo piece of shit, you coming here to take our fucking water? Couldn't take the rest of everything, could you? Gabriel, Gabriel, uh, do you have seats next to you? Can I come inside? Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Yeah, I, I jump in. He opens up the door, you grab the door handle and start to open it, and as you close it, someone from the outside grabs the edge of the door and keeps you from closing it. He says, where the fuck are you going? Uh, Reed is getting involved now. 
you and Nico look at each other, look back at there, and then run over. Yeah. Nico steps over to where Sedoya is and says, whoa, whoa, whoa everyone, back up, They're back up, back up. They're trying to take our water. They're trying to take the water filter. What the fuck is, I thought the Brokebacks owned this area. And he goes, everyone, just calm down, calm down. <laughs> we got a little deal that's going on, and I'm sorry about this, but we're getting this truck out of your way so you can get on your way. And he rolls a persuasion check. Gabriel, I know you are technically my boss, but you are kind of stupid. <laughs> Excuse me? Why do you think, you look at this neighborhood, you think, oh, I'm going to roll up to the door and be like, hello, can I have 42 water filters? You're the one that called me! What the fuck? You go to the fucking back like any smart person would do. Come on. <laughs> At this point, Reed, you're standing next to Sadoi, and uh, the guy still has his hand on the thing. He looks over at you and sees you walking over like with an angry look on his face. And he lets off one hand and he says, Not one step closer, Nomad. You back the fuck off or your blood's gonna be on this street too. We're gonna have a fucking problem, mate. Are we fucked up? And he keeps walking. <laughs> All right, let's do a face down. I love the face down. Face down. I roll a five, which is a 14. <laughs> All right. That was cool. You glare at him, he glares at you, and he lets go of the door, spits on the ground in front of you, and goes, fucking nomads. I always knew you were working with the corpos, piece of shit. <laughs> and then he turns and walks away. I fucking hate corpos as much as you do, but there's no point for fucking blood right now. So, no, you're finally able to shut the door, and Gabriel, who's looking at the backup camera, now that the door is shut, notices that you guys are surrounded. Nico, who is up at the front, he's standing in front of the vehicle. All right, everyone, like, come on, move along, move along. You, you don't want to get caught up in none of this. And the crowd's yelling things like, I thought you were supposed to be protecting us from the corpos. Like, how dare you? All of this stuff. Reed draws his fucking pistol and just fires into the air. And just yells, do you have any fucking problem here? <laughs> you do that and the crowd goes quiet. Oh, what was that? <laughs> One of the other people, not the one that you won the face off with earlier, but one of the other people who was standing in front of um, Nico and arguing with him, comes around the side and sees you. Oh, hey, what the fuck's your problem, mate? Thought you were on the same side as us? Fuck the corpos. Why the fuck are you trying to help them out? They're trying to steal our water. Yeah, fuck the corpos, but also, you know, well, fuck being a fucking mob right now. There's no point. There's no point of fucking, you know what'll happen if we kill him? He'll send his fucking goons back. And we'll all be fucking hammered. Give me a persuasion roll. <laughs> I'm fucking hammered already, so I don't know about you. I'm down for that. <laughs> That's a 19. Okay. You say this and uh, the guy shrugs his shoulders and like looking like he's conceding that you made a good point. Corpos may be running things now, but won't always be that way. Dumb right. You best be sure. Keep one fucking eye open, because when the time's right, you'll be dead. Come on, lads, and turns around and, and several of his friends go and walk off. The people, as they see, like the crowds beginning to disperse, they step away from the back of the vehicle. Gabriel looks back and goes, whew, that was close. And he hits the reverse button. The vehicle begins reversing up. I didn't think you were going to be this uh, unpopular in this part of town, Gabriel. Well, <laughs> us biologists are not really appreciated for what we do from time to time. You know, uh, you send them maybe a pack of tomatoes. They uh, forgive you for this, yeah? <laughs> da, I mean. <laughs> I'm not German. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. Well, we gotta get the thing fixed first, and then we can see if we'll send them some tomatoes or something. Could 
I don't know, make an alcoholic drink with them or something? Do they make alcoholic drinks with tomatoes? I don't know. It's called Bloody Mary. Ew. God, no, it's, that's disgusting. It's, I know, it tastes like shit, but, you know. It does. The van is backed up and Gabriel is beginning to like drive it kind of slowly down the back alleyway. Reed, you're standing next to Nico and while the crowd has dispersed away from the van, there's still an angry crowd that is slowly surrounding the two of you. They're slinging out insults, just yelling them over each other, like, you know, corpo scum, fucking bootlicker, blue chip sucker, things like that. The bouncers see Nico in trouble and they come up and they, <laughs> hey, get the fuck out the way. Boss is coming through. Get the fuck out the way. And some of the people don't move. One of the bouncers takes a swing and connects with the jaw of one of the people trying to grab onto Nico. Suddenly, a fucking fight breaks out. Fists everywhere. Nico grabs you and you rush inside as the doors slam behind you and get bolted. Okay, who the fuck did I just piss off? You're saying that to Nico? Yeah. He just straight up turns to him, grabs him by the fucking shoulder and goes, Okay, who was that one I pissed off? Oh man, don't don't even fucking worry about that. That's just some low-life scum. There's, I wouldn't worry about it. Plus, if they get too rowdy, we can always just ban them from the meat grinder. And right. Yeah, that's fair. Look. Um. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you. The killers still haven't had their payment yet. Do we know what's going on with that? Payment for the fact that we got a fair amount of people out of that shitty situation. You know, the caravan. Well, I mean, it was a fair amount, but... Look, we still did the job. We need paying. And he goes, no, that's that's fair. I'm, I'm kind of surprised you haven't been paid already. Um, Let me uh call up G-Man real quick. And he taps a couple of things, and then his face goes blank, and he's clearly in a neural link with G-Man. At this point, I, like, you're inside. You're inside. Yeah, you're inside the club. You're, you're out of the main area, and inside is basically just... The bands, they're roadies that are moving stuff around, maybe half a dozen, maybe two dozen stragglers, and then uh, a group of six young men and women that are still listening on to every word of Mars Sazerac, who's sitting on the edge of the stage, just casually uh, chatting away with some of his fans, and there's some sexual tension there. They're flirting a bit back and forth and stuff while the rest of his band and the roadies are moving all of the equipment off. You see the rest of your group that are standing over by just one of the bar tables. Your nomad friends, however, have left. They're not here anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, he's just gonna wait by Nico, just make sure that he gets his answer, you know? Well, after a couple of minutes, um, Nico gets off of his Neuralink call with G-Man and says, all right, so um, because not all of the contract, the contractual obligations were fulfilled, it looks like we are only able to pay 1,800. That's not unreasonable. Um, so we're, we're getting those shipped over via uh, express to courier delivery, about an hour or so. Okay, that's always good to hear. I, I, apologies for how long that took. Um, I just wanted to express my apologies on behalf of G-Man that we uh, we normally try to pay our clients out in very reasonable times, but obviously this has been a completely different situation. We apologize for the delay on this. Yeah. Now, do you have any interest in getting another gig? Because it looks like a Sazerac over there it only has a couple of fans that he needs to send away. Might be a good time to go talk to him about that music video he's got in mind. Yeah, that sounds like an idea. Always been a bit of a fan of his music anyway, so... So he goes over and, you know, says hi to everybody else. Like, Iso, Mavis, nice to see you again. Hey, Nico. Good to see you again, Nico. How's the uh, how's the hunt for a, uh, a liver donor coming? Liver donor? Not the right word. Uh, a liver reverse donor? 
a reverse donor. You know, that, that <laughs> word that everyone uses in sentences about organ donation. <laughs> I'm still, look, still looking around, but uh, I've got some pretty promising leads. I should have something for you by tomorrow. Ah, good here, good here. Thank you kindly. You want some teeth? <laughs> Whatever he was just about to say, uh, he completely loses his train of thought. And he goes, sorry, teeth? No, oh, ju- just me? Okay, never mind. Continue. Right, um, God, what was I even saying? <laughs> oh, right, Sazerac. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, y'all are still looking for a new gig, right? So, don't, don't have anything, uh, anything lined up yet? I ain't got anything. No, just some freelance stuff, but I'm beginning to quite like it here in the Oasis. Well, perfect, because I have just the opportunity for you. Let me introduce you to a good friend of mine, Mars Sazerac. He walks away from the table and goes, Yo, Saz! Mars Sazerac looks up and he just sort of rolls his eyes a little bit, says something to some of his fans, and his fans walk away. Oh, no. And uh, he's perched up against the, the stage, and Nico walks up and goes, Hey, what's up, man? It's been a long time since I saw you. Thanks for coming by and playing this show. It does mean an awful lot to us. Yeah, no problem. Still got our payment, right? Yes, sir, I do. Here you go. Well, looks like it's all there. Do appreciate the opportunity for Opportunity Attacks to be playing at one of your venues. And uh, thanks for uh, letting us try out some of our new material. Did you end up, by the way, finding um, anyone that can help me out with that little uh, thing we discussed? He goes, actually, that's exactly why I'm here. Uh, I wanted to introduce you to these three fine folk. Uh, I'm sure you heard about what happened with the uh, Oasis Caravan. No. What you talking about? Um, really? Okay, uh, well, Caravan was coming from that city, and these folk were in it, and it got attacked by some raiders, and they barely managed to make it out. Huh. Cool, I guess. Yeah, um... Anyway, they're very, very handy. They're, um, they're, they're just, uh, they're real good at improvising and figuring stuff out and well to be quite honest they've got just the perfect collection of people for you see we've got here a high class media and he points at iso perfect for taking any sort of videography you need for uh the project we've got uh and he says you know what let's discuss this a bit more privately come on i've got uh, one of those isolation booths in the back we can use all right that sounds good you head over to the isolation booth and he sits down the doors shut behind him. So, these are the ones you got for the music video opportunity. And he goes, yes sir, I do. I promise these are just an excellent crew. Hotshot Media, we've got a nomad who's got access to planes and bombs. We've got a medic here. I've seen her work. She can patch things up and take them apart as quick as you can say, I need a new hand. <laughs> About that, I, I actually got rid of a hand today, so if you if you do need a hand, then uh, you'll have to give me a little bit. Two to three business days. <laughs> we should have new stock in soon. <laughs> it says, and we also have, oh, wait, right, she's not here. Um, We also got this tech straight out of Night City. She's been working with Corpos for, for, for a lot of her life, but gave up that life to come out here to the Oasis. Knows those Corpo systems like the back of her hand. That sounds pretty reasonable. All right, then. Let me tell you about the opportunity. Little joke there. Yeah. No one laughs, so he just continues. (laughs) He says, we got a new single that we're going to be releasing sometime soon called uh, Behold My Fury. And as part of our single release, we want to release a music video to go along with it. Now, this music video is going to be a little different, so we're going to need some extra help on this. 
Now, I'm not gonna get into the specifics or the details about exactly how the music video does go down, but we got two things off the top of my head that we need to know that you can handle before we go any further on this. Hey, Saz, whatever you want, whether it's memes, dreams, or ideals, we can make it reality, man, <laughs> for you. I like your style, kid. He says, listen, the first thing that we're gonna need for the first part of the music video, we're gonna need a building. At least four or five stories, preferably one that looks really well occupied. Lights in the windows and decorations and things like that, that we can burn to the ground. Now, we may be rockers, but we're not murderers. So I need you to make sure that whatever building you find, it looks really occupied, but it can't be because we don't want to murder anyone that isn't a corpo. Does that sound like something you'd be able to find for me? Yeah. Seems to me like, uh, if you don't want to murder anyone that ain't a corpo, why don't you just burn down a corpo building? Because that's legal. Fun though. That would be the most straightforward route to the, uh, to the intended destination, no? Their fire suppression systems are pretty advanced, and we needed to burn all the way down to the ground for the shot that I've got in mind. That is a very good reason. Continue. And the second thing, this is the one that's gonna be a little trickier, so I'm gonna be relying on you when he points to Reed. Says if we do this, I'm gonna need assurances from you. We need at least three aerial assault vehicles and medium-sized warheads to go with each one of those. We've got a very large target, and we wanna film it and put it in the video. We could work with that. And you want all this in one video. What do you think, Nomad? I can work with that. Ha! Well, it sounds like we might be able to do some business then. Nice job, Nico. He goes, well, thank you, Mars. He says, I'm looking forward to working with each and every one of you. Here. And he shakes your hand and gives you his personal contact information. He says, now, don't you go spreading that around. That personal contact info is expensive to change and very well sought after. I'll be in contact with you sometime uh, over the next day or two. We'll lay down the specifics. I'll, I'm, I'm working with my artist to get the storyboard put together. Once we get those specifics, we'll uh, contact you with exactly how we're going to pull this off. What's the production value on this? Like, what's the budget? <laughs> budget? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what do you guys normally charge? Well, no, no. I'm not even talking about our cut. I'm just saying, like, how much does the war have? How much money do you have for warheads? Like... Working ones, barely working ones, or ones that are basically already exploded. Oh, well, we can easily cover um, a thousand eddies in expenses um, for, you know, just various things, transportation, maybe medical equipment, bombs, incendiary devices, things like that. Um, but for, for your cut, just for organizing all this stuff, because, you know, we're busy. We've got shit to do. We've got to finish mastering our track and all that. We were thinking about, um, you know, including expenses. What do you guys think about uh, 2,000 eddies? I'm in. Wish I could be there to negotiate. I think that gets you two warheads. <laughs> Tell you what, look, these warheads are going to be pretty hard to acquire. Um, I'm going to say, if you had another 500 onto that, it should be okay. You know, the kind of thing that blow up a fucking corpo facility ain't going to be cheap. All right, fair enough. You got yourself a deal, nomad. And uh, he shakes your hand and says, all right, well, if there isn't anything else that I, uh, any questions I can answer for you or anything like that, I've got piles of adoring fans that are waiting naked for me back in my hotel room that uh, should probably get to one of these days. 
Wait, I got one more thing. And he pulls out his um, handgun and just goes, Can you sign that for me? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. And he grabs uh, he grabs a little um, uh, device that isn't, it's not really a pen. It's more of like an airbrush thing. And he takes the airbrushing and he goes, <laughs> and then he hands it back to you. It's got his signature on it, yeah. like on the, the handle, but on the barrel, it reads, Mars Sazerac says anyone on the other side of this needs to die. <laughs> oh shit. Fucking sick. Yeah, Reed is like fucking wide-eyed. Because you hold on to that. That'll probably be that'll be that'll be worth a fortune here in a couple years, I promise you that. Oh hell yeah. Nah, I ain't selling that for the world. So he uh he thanks you all for your business and heads out of the isolation pot. Nico goes, Well, I think that went pretty well. Sounds like you guys got yourselves another gig. So anyone else read between the lines and uh, kind of gathered that we're actually doing an actual terrorism? Oh yeah, we're we're totally doing an actual terrorism. I'm, I figure they just need a little bit of uh, what's the word? Um, deniability. Yeah. Nico says, I I, I don't like using the T <laughs> word there, guys. Let's just say exploderism. We're having. It's a creative lobbying difference with the Oasis. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> he says, by the way, where is your Sedoi? I haven't haven't seen her in a while. I should probably go check. And he steps away and walks into the back. Now, Sedoi, many, uh, many minutes before this entire conversation has happened, you and Gabriel have pulled down this little side street road. It's generally just kind of not a good area. You, you stop the car and Gabriel goes, is this really the spot? Duh. <laughs> All right. Um, Look, where's the door? It's one of these. You go up to one of the doors and you knock on it and it opens up. And sure enough, it's exactly who you were expecting to see on the other side of it. Tanya. Tanya! <laughs> Do you have filters? Ugh. So you corpo scum did actually show up. Pfft, fuck you. Here's the no. filters. Hey, it's not my fault. We're better than you. <laughs> she steps aside and uh, reveals that there's a big pallet of filters. And she grabs the thing and pulls it out in the middle of the street, hits a button on the thing, and removes the thing that was moving the pallet. Uh, and then walks back inside ah. and says, good luck, and shuts the door. Fuck you. <laughs> You're now standing in the middle of the street with you and Gabriel. Sukabliot. And there's a big pile of very expensive personal water purifiers, water filters. Gabriel goes, so uh, when are the people gonna show up to help us move this? <laughs> Fucking Gabriel. Gabriel, you are a naive son of a bitch. Get your fucking uh, butt out of the van and help me carry. <laughs> God, I hope you don't talk like this to Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out of the van and opens up the back, and the two of you begin loading the things in. Let's roll a random encounter. Yeah. When you're about halfway through loading them up, a small group of three guys walking down the street uh, sees you and stops about 50 meters away. They're looking in your direction and having a discussion about something. Uh, it looks suspicious. My friend, I, this is going to be my third lip reading roll for the night. <laughs> All right. You're really getting your your value for those points. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. God damn. That's a, 20, that's a 26. I'm a master lip reader. Okay. Not only can you read this guy's lips perfectly, but you can also detect the body language and see how his friends are reacting. 
The first thing he says is, look at those dumb chumbas down there, you know, loading all that shit up without security. This looks like easy pickings. And the other one's like, yeah, but eh, this seems a little too easy. And he goes, listen, motherfucker, don't look at gift card in the exhaust pipe. <laughs> I pull out my, my gun <laughs> and shoot into the air while looking straight at them. You sure you want a piece of these? <laughs> Keep moving, motherfuckers. Yeah, you scared the shit out of them. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, he heard us. And they turn and walk away. You're almost loading up all of the filters in the car when Nico bursts out of the side. And goes, oh, thank God you're still here. <laughs> oh, man, I, I really thought that, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad everything uh, is all good. Um, need any help loading up these? Well, it looks like you're almost done with that. <laughs> Please, well, Nico, come on. All <laughs> He's right. 42 fucking filters. He's so goddamn mean. He helps you move like the last seven or eight of them into the van and says, all right, well. Spasiba. It was good doing business with you. And, and he shakes your hand. The Brokeback's contract has been fulfilled. He turns to walk away and then he, he stops and looks at Gabriel and goes, the fuck you looking at? <laughs> and Gabriel goes, nothing? He goes, that's what I fucking thought. Corporal piece of shit. Oof. I don't think he likes you. And he walks up and bangs on the door. It opens up. They peek out, see it's him, and let him inside. Gabriel goes, wow, God. Um, well, at least we got the filters. Jeez. This is why you needed me, Gabriel. You know, I, I have access to places you wouldn't think to go. <laughs> That's a very fair point. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you were here to help us out with all this, and we should be able to start hooking those up uh, tomorrow morning. Wonderful. You have a good night's sleep. Tell Brandon I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he gives you a weird look and then goes, okay, and gets back in the van and drives away. Um, so uh, Nico comes back in and um, sees that Sazerac has left and goes, oh, well, shit, I was wanting to introduce Sadoi to... Oh, oh, well, you guys already got that all worked out. Um, so, you know, thanks for uh, helping me out with this. This is going to be one of my first contracts as the primary fixer for the Brokeback. So best make sure that this goes well. Hey, it's us. Yeah, we're on that. Speaking of which, if you uh, happen to find a four-story building or so, you know, you know where we can be called. Sure. I mean, I'll look around, but I've been looking, I've been looking around for, for one of these buildings for him for like past week or so. I, I don't. I don't think there's just a vacant, fully furnished four-story building that is cheap. <laughs> Under two thousand. But uh, anyway, I gotta go check the books. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad y'all get got to come out and see uh, the the Rock Hard show, and uh, always welcome back at the Meat Grinder. So please do come again. You step outside. Hello. <laughs> you meet Sadoy. There's not very many people here. Reed jumps on his motorbike and speeds back to the apartment as everyone else begins walking. Do you want a lift? ISO. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> That was episode 11 of Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, Bombs and Burning Buildings. If you're on Twitter, don't forget to send us that feedback at Oasis Cyberpunk. All feedback is important, though not all of it will be used. See you next time, and remember, the rise of adult platforms banning or heavily restricting their pornographic content is the result of a Western culture war between puritanical religious groups and the rest of society. 
Their latest strategy involves lobbying credit card companies claiming that adult platforms are promoting or allowing child pornography, despite sites like OnlyFans requiring ID verification as part of their sign-up process. MasterCard, Visa, and Discover are able to use their immense leverage as the three biggest global payment processing companies and threaten to pull their services from any given adult platform, unless, of course, it follows arbitrary rules provided by these religious lobbyists. The new rules are often expensive and time-consuming to follow, which allows these puritanical groups to indirectly force these platforms to seriously consider banning or heavily restricting their adult content. All with just a couple of lobbyists and a fraction of the cash value of the company funneled into just the right pockets. And it's all legal! What a great system! Well, we'll catch you next time.